Hey, 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 everyone. This is Prashant and I'll be your host for this section of the Mailman podcast called 321 with Mailman. To quickly talk about the format, the guests will be required to share three ideas or books they live by, two people they look up to, and one productivity trick they find super useful in their everyday lives. For those of you who do not know about Mailman, Mailman is an email plugin that sits on top of your existing email client and delivers your emails in batches at times pre-selected by you. Hence, minimizing distractions, facilitating deep work, and making inbox zero an everyday reality. You can start a free trial at mailmanhq.com. That is M-A-I-L-M-A-N-H-Q.com. You'll be able to find this link in the description below. Today, we have with us Matthew Mosca. Matthew is the founder of Superbuild and Pitchfall. Superbuild is a cohort-based program for builders to build their projects with no code. And Pitchfall is a platform built on top of BitCloud for creators to pitch themselves to investors. So now I will let Matthew to introduce himself and say a few more words introducing his projects to us. Matthew, we are so glad to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you, Prashan. Uh, thank you for, for having me. I'm happy to be here. Um, yes, as you said, I'm uh, Matteo Mosca uh, from Italy, uh, computer engineer, uh, graduated seven years ago, started my own agency here in Turin, uh, which is called Liva, uh, design and engineering agency. For five years, I've been uh, the, the business developer and CEO of the company. But last year, I decided to take a step back uh, from that role. Uh, as a CEO of the company, and I started my journey as indie hacker, indie founder, solopreneur. Uh, in March last year, I bumped into no code immediately because I believe that is just the fastest way to validate an idea instead of writing code. Um, and so I was uh, I, I I was focused on marketing and sales rather than you know writing code. I did a bunch of projects last year. You can find them on my website. Uh, at the end of the year. Uh, I collected my, my audience, basically, people that were following me because I was building no-code uh, super uh, projects uh, with no-code, basically. And some people started asking me why, how uh, I built those projects with, with no-code, and I realized that, wow, there is a need here. Those people want to know how to build stuff with no-code. And I started Superbuild, Superbuild.io, which is this um, platform where I teach, I live teach, uh, people how to build their companies without writing any code. We're building a tool on top of on top of Superbuild, a Chrome extension, which will be released uh, in the next few weeks um, that help uh, teachers and learners and students to learn uh, no-code tools. Uh, you see, you see it in, on my Twitter profile. And the other project I've been running is Pitchwall which is built on top of BitCloud, the BitCloud blockchain. And basically, it's a, it's a, it's a platform where, where creators can pitch their idea and find investors, uh, basically. Uh, the know how, uh, how many of you know something about BitCloud, but basically, it's a blockchain where you can sign up. And as soon as you sign up, uh, the blockchain creates a cryptocurrency for you, which other people can trade and sell and buy. And so Pitchful is a way for you to Basically, show your face and uh, tell tell your investors, uh, tell other people your plans for the future and find investors, of course. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's super interesting. You're working on 
to technologies that are set or are already becoming the future and we are already seeing yeah. it in action one is no code and the other one is the creator economy and empowering creators using the blockchain so that's very interesting so now i'll jump straight into our exciting format for you that is our three to one questions so my first question sure. for you today is what are the three ideas or books that you live by All right. Um, let's talk about books because I have a library full of uh, paper books here at home. Tough question because I love so many books. I read so many books in my life, uh, but I selected for you three uh, books that I kind of think that changed the way I do uh, business and the way I think about my professional and personal life. First one is a book called The Bottom Lectures. Uh, by Gary Halbert is a, a copywriter uh, in um, an American copywriter really famous in the 70s and 80s and this book is a collection of lectures uh, which he, he he wrote for his son while he was uh, in prison basically because he got arrested for uh, fiscal fraud i think and he spent six months in prison uh, and in, in during that period he wrote this collection of lectures every day for his son to teach him how to do marketing and how to do how to do business and some 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 other like insights on how to live a better life generally and it's a really good uh, book um one thing that it's it's written in of the letter is the ida framework attention interest desire action which is at the base uh, of uh, email email marketing basically uh, and another um, and i mean another thing that caught my attention was this letter when he where he describes uh how he uh set an hook for his mail campaign because at the, at that time people were sending mails not emails in the 70s and 80s basically what he did he attached on uh, to the envelope a bag of sand full of sand um this of course raise your your attention when you, when you receive an envelope with a bag attached to, to, to the envelope right so when you when you uh when, when when receivers opened the letter they were able to understand why this bag was attached to the letter and the reason were that he was selling um like real estate uh, uh, close to the beach and the sand was actually like uh sand from that country from that from that uh from that nation um where those real estates were available to sell and so yeah that's, that was a great book and of course you need to interpret a little bit and from uh, and understand how you can actually deploy those strategies in in the digital er, um era but it's a great book to read yeah absolutely that, that's a very interesting story that you just shared and uh, being a marketer myself i live by the ida model uh myself and uh, it it's just a rule that's written that every marketer should know about and try to follow right so i'm excited to know what's the other book and uh, what other two books that you sure. um second book is contagious by jona john ha i don't know how to pronounce his name jona with the h at the end burger i think it's a great good book because it shares all the rules behind uh why an idea gets viral it's not that easy to uh, write a post write a blog post or even come up with coming up with an idea that gets uh, viral and so he has this in this book he describes this uh uh framework called six steps with the double p in the middle and steps stands for social currency trigger 
emotions, public, practical value, and stories. And these six concepts are the base, the basis, um, I mean, are like aspects that you need to take into account if you want to craft uh, anything, basically, from a blog post to a social, social post to a, a business idea that can get viral. Uh, if you want, I can give you like I can we can get one of those uh, six aspects and talk about it. Talk about it uh, quickly. Like the um, I think that the, the, one of the most important is stories. The last one because people your your audience empathize a lot with a well written story. And by story, I mean like older uh, that 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 you know that uh, container that contains a hero with a challenge. That needs to overcome all the fighting, all the pain points that it has, and then the result. At the end, they achieve their like uh, ambition, their dreams. And this, if you, if you structure these stories in a social post, in a blog post, the right way, of course, you need to use your imagination to uh, and metaphors to you know to declinate, to 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 put into practice, to basically to, to give a form to that hero which doesn't have to be like a hero with a sword, of course. Uh, your, your hero can be, for example, your tool is a hero for your, for your customer because, they, they, because it helps them to achieve their goals in, into, your, into their inboxes. So yeah, if, if you craft in your landing page, you craft that um, stories and you show also like faces of other heroes that are using your tool, you will achieve the result as a marketer because you are basically your your audience, potential customers and leads empathize with this uh, with these stories. They feel to be the hero in that case. Absolutely, I also agree with that. Telling that story in as subtle a way possible in the landing page and in the emails you write and everywhere. That's basically the art that every marketer is set out to learn, right? So I'll definitely yeah. check this book out and the steps model that you just mentioned. So it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. So what's the what's the third book? Third book is a biography. Uh, Shoe Dog. You, you you might have heard about it. Yeah. Uh, I, I read I, it couple of a couple of years ago, three years ago. But it's a super cool. It's a biography of the founder of Nike. Um. I mean. Uh, I remember I have a, I have a strong uh, like uh, feeling uh, when I think about that book because uh, it's an adventure plus you know business lessons plus uh, personal and professional insights uh, a, a lot of stuff there. Perhaps one of the uh, one of one of the most interesting facts that I that I learned with that book is that in the seventies when when Nike started at the end of the seventies, basically people weren't used to go go for a run. Nobody uh, would do that. Nobody would do that, um, except for hippies. Hippies were like <laughs> uh, out there, like running, go for a, 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 as a workout. And I, I remember this page uh, where uh, when it's written that people from cars were used to throw stuff at them because they were like perceived as like again hippies, hippies, and you know. And so yeah. that thing um, and taught me how you know those small signals in the present can be can become the standard of the center point in the future. So as an entrepreneur, you know the ability to understand perceive those signals in the present can be a competitive advantage for you. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good lesson 
if we had to point out one from the many that were there in that book. So that's a really amazing book. And I've read that personally, so I can totally vouch for it. Uh, that yeah. every, uh, even if someone is not looking to get into business, you should still read it. It's just a story of life. And it's just so amazing to read that story and the way he has written it and put it towards. It's just brilliant. Yeah. Moving, moving to my next question for you, that is that who are the two people that you look up to the most and why? Okay, another tough one, because uh, I follow a lot of people on Twitter and I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, probably one of the best uh, tech entrepreneurs that I follow and I uh, take after <laughs> um, is Sean Puri. Is, um, is a guy, he runs uh, My First Million, a podcast. Uh, I think he's a, I mean, he's a, he's a great guy. He's, he's not just an entrepreneur. He's like the smart friend you wish to have. Like, uh, you wish to have, <laughs> basically. So it's like positive, always like, it comes up with all those frameworks, uh, personal and professional frameworks. Like one that, that stick to my mind is the ABZ framework. Uh, you need to know where you are, which is the A, you know, where, what's your next step, which is the B, and then the Z, which is your vision, where you're going, uh, where you're going, basically. All the rest, all the other letters in the, in the alphabet are like something that you will figure out uh, along, your, along your way. Uh, on, on the way, on the way to the to, to the Z, actually. So the, this one is a great frame we came up with. You know, I can't remember the, the episode, but it's it's a great guy. Uh, he, he runs uh, my first meeting with Sampar, which is another great guy. Uh, but it's not the second the second person I want to mention because uh, I knew that you um, you come from India uh, and there is a guy um, whose uh, whose name is Paras Chopra. I don't know if yeah. you heard about it. Absolutely. But he's a great entrepreneur. He's a great entrepreneur from India. Yeah. Uh, he's, a he's a philosopher as well. I read, I read his, new, his newsletter every time he, he, he delivers a new issue. I think he's, he's a great, he's a great uh, thinker, apart from being, uh, of course, a tech entrepreneur. Absolutely. Uh, Paris is uh, the founder of Wingify, uh, for the yeah. people who do not know. So, yeah, sure. Those are two amazing people that you just mentioned, Shan Puri and Paras Chopra, and I'm a follower of them both. Uh, the ABZ framework especially is something really brilliant and something that everyone should be aware of, their own ABZs, right? So yeah. my, my last question for you would be, what's the number one productivity trick that you find super helpful? My, um, and again, another tough one because I have a lot of tools and uh, things that I use to boost my productivity. But perhaps my, the best trick doesn't come from a tool, a specific tool. It's more uh, an habit that I have every week, which is to set goals for the week. Every week on Monday, I set one to three, depending on you know, the granularity of the goals, which are like achievable, measurable, and realistic and then the next step of course is to define all the all the actions and tasks to make that goal uh, to achieve that goal but first thing that i do every week on monday uh, when i wake up i like set two three goals achievable uh, goals and then um, i mean a bunch of a bunch of actions uh, roughly that i refine uh, during the week but yeah, my best trick ever for me is to define goals. And it's an art to define the, the right specific goal. Because, I mean, of course, you can, like, build a company in a week. You can't, like, uh, you know, make one million in a week. 
but you can like send 15 emails to your customers. You can write and sell, you can write and send 15 emails. You can like write a blog post uh, in a week. You can, I don't know, um, whatever, uh, but realistic. Absolutely. Uh, that's a great approach to keep it planned and organized. I have a small follow-up uh, question to that. Uh, when exactly yeah. do you uh, plan for the week? Is it at the beginning of the week or at the end of the week before? Yeah, it's a great question. Actually, I draft, I jot down a bunch of uh, like three to five uh, rough goals on Friday because um, I have everything clear in mind. Uh, I mean, what happens in, uh, during, during the last week. Then I, I, I rest, I sleep on, on, on them. Uh, and I take a rest on the weekend. Usually Saturday morning I, I work. Uh, after, uh, Saturday afternoon uh, uh, is off for me and Sunday as well. And on Monday, I bring up that list and I refine those goals. On Monday, 9 a.m., 10 a.m., I'll do that. Oh, that's a, that's a great approach. Also, since you mentioned about it, uh, what are the tools that you're using uh, in your, to keep yourself productive? you would like to share sure. uh notion is a is a tool that i use every day and i have pages for every project that they, that they run todoist which is a to-do list well-known to-do list totally to-do is more for like general tasks that doesn't fit uh to any to any project that they have a notion because usually my my notion page is like on top i have goals in the form of a check boxes in the form of check boxes Check boxes and then a list of actions again. Check boxes uh, to recall, you know, what I have to do uh, today and, and, and tomorrow. And what else? What do I use? Um, actually, I mean, these are the, the main uh, productivity tools that I use. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, so, so you're saying that your tasks are in Notion, right? Then what do you put in Todoist? General stuff like you know what are the plans oh, uh, doesn't 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 directly you know but, but it's still a a, a, a life hack because I need Absolutely. to I remember all mm -hmm. this stuff that I do like uh, buy a book uh, like today you have like in my in my to the list I have like I have like rewatch Avatar because I, I I wanted to watch Avatar since like months but I didn't have time and like I think two months ago I set this to do. And I just, oh, I'll do that in the future, two months, but today I need to do that. And so, yeah, that one, it doesn't, doesn't uh, like, it's not related to any, uh, to any projects that I run, but it's still something that it will improve uh, my life in some way. So, yeah. Definitely. So I think the distinction is that you used to do is for your personal stuff and the things that you need to do that are not related to work and your projects are related on, yeah. Actually, one last thing. Sometimes, because uh, Notion is a, is a bit heavy. If I if if if, if I can like ex express one of the concerns that I have uh, related to that to that to that tool, it's a little bit heavy, uh, and you need to have like structured files and things. And sometimes when I I'm, I'm on the run, like I'm taking the metro, whatever I'm, I'm at I'm outside, I don't usually. I, I have, of course I have Notion app installed on my phone, but I don't bring up that that app. I usually like. To quickly jot down ideas and stuff, I like I put them there in a limbo, and then when I get to my computer, my laptop, I transfer those information to the relative the relative uh, projects. Because right. sometimes, I mean, sometimes when you have that, that that idea, you don't have time to like 
open ocean, find the page, find the, the professor page, center the center the, the, the cursor in the right uh, in the right uh, position in the page, and then write. Sometimes you just need to have a blank page where, where you to jot down an idea, like uh, something that you have in mind. So yeah, that's another way I use Todoist, a combination of Todoist and, and, and Notion. Right, right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And uh, that's also how I use those two tools. Like if I have to put something down real quick, I'll just open Todoist and put it down as a task. And then later on, I'll open Notion and to make it organized and put it at the right places, right? So yeah, Notion is to keep things organized and Todoist can be used simply just open it, add a task and that's it. It's real cool. So it was Great talking to you and the answers you gave to all of my questions were really amazing. And the projects that you are working on are really amazing. I'm looking forward to where you take them. Uh, my very last question to you would be that if someone from our audience wants to reach you or is interested in one of your projects or if they want to learn no code, say, or if they are, they are a creator, they want to get, get on pitch watch, what would be the best way to reach you, follow your journey and your projects? Uh, best place to find me is Twitter. My handle is Matteo Mosca with an underscore at the end. I post 80% of, of the things that I do, my thoughts there. Um, if you are on BitCloud, if you're into crypto and you, 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 you think that uh, that could be fun and uh, economically uh, a reward for you because you get, you get paid, uh, people, people will buy your, 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 your coins, your crypto. Uh, get on Pitchwall. Um, Pitchwall.io is the website. Submit your pitch, and I'll feature the the video, the presentation video you you made uh, on Bitcloud on my Bitcloud account, which has more than one thousand followers, and the website Pitchwall.io. Great. Uh, so that's super cool, and I'll make sure to put all those links that you just mentioned to your Twitter, to your projects, Pitchwall, and Superbuild all of them in the description below so that our listeners can easily access them. Thank you so much for doing this with us, Matthew. It was a pleasure having you.